Okay, Nazir Perik Base Mishnah Dalid 2.4. Now, in this Mishnah, we'll have three different um, cases in which a person attempts to take on a, a limited Nazirus. That is to say, he is accepting upon himself, or is it trying to accept upon himself just some of the conditions of the Nazirus, but not all of them. Now, I'll remind you right away that we said in the second Mishnah of the Masechta, if a person says, Hareini Nazir Minachartsanim, he says the Nazir just from the seeds of grapes, or minazagim, the skins of grapes, and so on, he's a full-blown nazir. So that's that's a starting point. But here, um, we have other cases that are variants of that thought. So here, the first of the three is, a person says, Hareni nazir, I accept upon myself to be a nazir, almanas, I'm making a condition, shehei shose yain, that I could drink wine. So I'm taking on naziris, but not the wine part of it, just maybe, I don't know, maybe grape skins, and maybe becoming tummy and cutting my hair, but not drinking wine. Or, or he says, yes, the wine stuff, the grape stuff is fine with me, but I am not restricting myself from becoming Tomei um, from Mason. So then, Nazir says the Mishnah here, too bad. He is a full-blown Nazir, and he's restricted from all the things that a Nazir is restricted from. And the fact that he made these conditions makes no difference. Even if he said it, he bore immediately, it doesn't matter. The reason why is because there's a general principle of um, if a person makes a condition, a tanai, and that tanai goes, that condition goes against um, what the Torah says, so then the rule is tanau batal. His stipulation is just simply uh, annulled; it's not binding. So the case here is kind of saying two things. He's saying I'm a nazir, and also I'm making a condition that I'm going to be allowed to drink wine. So the halach is yes, you're a nazir, but that condition, that stipulation, that tanai just has no legal standing because the Torah says. If you're a Nazir, you can't drink wine, so too bad for you. So that will be the first case of the Mishnah. Now, the second case of the Mishnah is a person said, Hareini Nazir, he accepts upon Nazirus, but then he explains, Yodea ani sheyesh Nazirus. Yeah, I knew that the Torah has this package deal thing called Nazirus. Aval any Yodea sheha Nazir asr b'yayin. I just didn't know that that package deal included restriction on wine. I just thought it meant, I don't know what he thought, you know, grapes and haircutting and tuma. So then says the Tanakama, Harei Ze'asr. Too bad. He is fully um, bound as a Nazir. The reason why is because this is like similar to the case of Harei Nazir Minachatsanim. If you take on even a partial Nazir, it doesn't matter if you intend to take on all the rest of it or not. Nazir is like a package deal. It's a defined term by the Torah. No one told this guy to take on Nazir. He could have just said, I'm not taking a, take a Shvua and swore that he would never become Tame or cut his hair. Or whatever. The fact that he accepts upon himself Nazirus, so Nazirus is, as the Torah defines what Nazirus is, and Nazirus includes no drinking wine, etc. And therefore, even though he didn't know what it meant, since he took on Nazirus, he is in for the whole thing, and he'll, you know, he's he's asur, he's bound in everything, including wine. Now, Rabbi Shimon Mata, Rabbi Shimon says, no, he is um, not bound. The reason why is because Rabbi Shimon learns from Psukim. It's not a logical, but it's from from a lima, from a Pasuk, because the Pasuk first says, that the Nazar is restricted, Mikol Asher Hayain, all the things that come from grapevines. And then after that, the Pasuk says, Me'achart Sanim Ba'adzag, from the seeds to the skin. So what is that coming to add? So he learns that's coming to add um, that if a person takes a nether and he, that to be a Nazir, but he specifies specific things, but not all the things of Naziris, then he's not bound by it. Which means that Rabbi Shimon actually disagrees with that second Mishnah of the Masechta, that if a person says, Harini Nazir Minachartsanim, 
the Allah is he's a Nazir, but Rabbi Shimon says, no, he's not. Rabbi Shimon says, if you take on just a partial Zeris or part of the conditions of a Nazir, that just doesn't bind you. And therefore, here and there, it's the same thing. If a person says, I took a Naziris, but I didn't know it involved not drinking wine, or I only meant to restrict myself from you know becoming Tommy or something. So then uh, Rabbi Shimon says the nether of Naziris is not binding, and therefore Matir, he's just totally permitted on everything. Not just, don't read it as Matir, he can drink wine, but he can drink wine and become Tommy because he's not a Nazir. Okay, now, the third and final case of the Mishnah is like this. A person says, Harini Nazir, he accepts upon himself to be a Nazir, but then, in explaining what was going on in his head, he says, Yodea Anisha Nazir Asr Yeah, I knew that Nazirim couldn't drink wine. Avol Savr Hayisi, but what I was thinking when I made that nether, Shechachamim Matirli, that the rabbi still would let me drink wine. Why? Because I can't survive without wine. Let's say he's an alcoholic. He can't have a normal life, whatever that means, um, without wine. So therefore, he thought it for sure be permitted to him. Now, the reason why he thought that is because, is because um, if you look back to the third parak of Masech's Nadarim, you'll see that there are four categories of Nadarim which are not uh, binding. They're called Nidre Zeruzin, Nidre Havai, Nidre Shkagos, and Nidre Onsen. According to the Bartanura, this is considered to be Nidre Onsen, that the conditions that he set for the Neder, Nazirus, are things that are beyond his control. He can't fulfill them, even if he, so to speak, if he tried. So, within reason. And that being the case, since he can't um, survive without wine, he assumed that he wouldn't be bound by it, that it would be, this should be considered to be Nidre Onsen as the bartender learns. Interestingly enough, although the Gemara explicitly says Nidre Onsen, um, which is what the bartender was echoing, the Rambam learns it doesn't mean that literally, and the Rambam in the Parish Mishnayas explains this to me, Nidre Shkagos. Shkagos, like a Shkaga is a, Shkaga is a, um, like a mistake. Okay? So, um, whatever the case is, according to the Tanakama, if you make a Nadir and it falls into one of those four categories, so then... You don't even need to have a taras nadarim. The netter simply isn't binding. And that would be true of any netter that can't be um, a case of an onsen. It's circumstances beyond your control. Fulfill it. So that that being the case, it would not be binding and he would not be a nazar at all. Now, to whatever it means, quote-unquote, I can't live without wine, just consider the next line of the Mishnah. We give a different example of also, according to Bartonor, another of another onus situation, nidre onsen, where if he said, I thought the rabbis would permit me, I mean I wouldn't have to be bound by my commitment to Naziris, because because my job is to bury the dead. And that being the case, I wouldn't have a parnasa, a way to support myself and provide for my whatever, my family, myself, if I couldn't become Tame. So I assume this wouldn't be binding. Now you obviously understand that in the time of the Mishnah, labor markets were certainly not dynamic like they are today. You, you couldn't just like get any job you wanted to. You couldn't just switch switch careers just like at the drop of a hat. Um, so therefore, this guy said, listen, if I would stop doing my job of being a grave barrier, you know, grave digger or whatever, person barrier, so then, like, I couldn't have a normal life. I don't know how I would support myself. I couldn't, you know, that would be considered to be circumstances beyond his control. I don't think it means he literally would die, obviously. Um, just like the person who couldn't drink the wine wouldn't necessarily literally die. But the point is he couldn't conduct a normal life, and therefore that's considered to be an onus, at least according to the Bartonora, and that's why um, the nether of Nazirus actually would not be binding, says Tanakama. But Rabbi Shimon Oser, Rabbi Shimon says it is binding. Now Rabbi Shimon actually agrees in concept that this is 
one of those nidarim which should be allowed to be annulled. Again, according to the Bartonora, as an onsen, nidre onsen, according to the Rambam, nidre shagos. But whatever the case is, Rabbi Shimon Shita, here, as there, over there, in the third parak of Nadarim, is that if you make a nether which falls into one of these four categories, it's true you can get out of your nether, but it requires Hataras Nadarim. You have to go to a mumcha or a bezin of three and actually annul formally the nether that was taken. According to Tanakama and the Halacha, it's not true, it's just you're not bound in the first place if it falls into one of these four categories, but Rabbi Shimon disagrees and says you, you are bound until you get the Hatara done. Therefore, Rabbi Shimon Oser, Rabbi Shimon says, this fellow now is a full-blown Nazir until he does his Nahatara, um, even if it's true that his the being a Nazir is a category of Nidre Onsen or Nidre Shigos because he can't live without wine or his Parnassah requires him to become Tamil Mason.